Welcome to another episode of the Spiritual Awakening Show. I'm Brent Spirit, and today I've got a message for you on the topic of love, healing, and spiritual awakening. Way back, I used to write and share my spiritual insights on a Tumblr blog. I was digging in the archive the other day, and I pulled out a series of different writings and responses to seekers on the topic of getting triggered and addressing difficult emotions with unconditional love as we go through our healing journeys. Understanding and developing this skill is essential for anyone on any type of transformational journey. Whether you're interested in personal development, spiritual transformation, and especially if you're working with Kundalini, knowing how to allow yourself to think, feel, or experience anything that may arise unconditionally is absolutely essential. This is the core of self-love. I've compiled some of those messages here today for a rambling style episode. I hope a line or two jumps out at you or that the energy of the overall message itself inspires a shift within you. If you're interested in finding out more about me and my work, you can always visit brentspirit.com. I have a ton of free content there for you. There's some videos, blog posts, ebooks, audiobooks, and more. My email inbox is always open. Please reach out with any questions about your spiritual process or feedback from me. I will get back to you. If you had reached out in the past and I haven't gotten back to you, please hit me up again. I was having some issues with my email recently, and I'm sorry about that. If you'd like to connect with me one-on-one in a private session, you can find out more about those on my website as well, brentspirit.com. Enjoy today's episode. Love is divinity recognizing divinity. When the light recognizes the light, that is love. This recognition, this love, isn't just about when one person recognizes the divine light within another person. That's a big part of it, definitely. But what about a thought? Can it be recognized as a manifestation of the light, of the divine, even a negative one? How about an emotion, even a painful one? If you can look upon your own thoughts, emotions, and feelings as manifestations of the divine, even when they're uncomfortable, that's the ultimate form of self-love. And that's how you release those negative patterns from your system. That's spiritual healing. And it is absolutely essential in this new paradigm of heart-centered consciousness in which everything is welcome, no matter what it is. In this new paradigm, Nothing is denied as everything is seen as none other than the divine. How we heal and transform the things that no longer serve us is by recognizing them as divine. This recognition is love. When pain, trauma, fear, and doubt are seen as manifestations of the divine, just like joy, peace, and bliss are, then we're able to move through them. If we feel that the negative is separate from the divine, we'll be stuck. To move into the heart, we must honor every experience, no matter its flavor. It's important to understand that at advanced stages of this path, we may feel peace and stillness for a while. It may feel as if we're beyond experiencing any negativity from that point forward in our lives. However, eventually, within that open and peaceful space, Old negativity, fear, emotional baggage, and trauma surfaces to be dissolved within that stillness. This is how healing happens. This is how we cleanse, purify, and release the things that hold us back 
once and for all. For a time, we can just cast aside those difficult things and enjoy being in the moment, sure. But sooner than later, those negative things will surface again. However, instead of repressing them, now you just allow them to be here. And just by allowing whatever you're feeling to be here, you love it, you love yourself, and you give the pain the permission that it needs to be dissolved. If you resist it, you simply bottle it up for later and have a difficult time in the process. So at times, you may go through dark emotions. Honor them. They are just as divine as anything else. Understand that they are just being dissolved in your love and stillness and let that process unfold. Eventually, all the darkness will be healed and you'll be able to abide in clarity, peace, and even sheer bliss for very long periods of time. Whatever arises, whether it's darkness, fear, pain, doubt, whatever, let it be here. Honor it while knowing that it will melt away soon enough. Throughout your healing and awakening journey, remember to be kind to yourself. And recognize that the ego will poke its head out at times. It doesn't matter what sort of awakenings or experiences we've had. It happens to us all. It doesn't matter how enlightened anyone claims to be. Nobody is beyond experiencing a moment where the ego is in operation. The only difference is that those that are highly evolved are perfectly at ease with these moments. Sometimes, especially early on in the journey, we can tend to use what we've learned on the spiritual path against ourselves. There can be strong tendencies to beat ourselves up for experiencing negative emotions, thoughts, or feelings. But just remember, there's nothing wrong with ego. Ego is just as divine as anything else. Be at ease with it. Please note that what I'm saying is not an excuse to punch someone in the face and then justify it by saying ego is just as divine as anything else, so it's all good. That's not healthy. That's called spiritual bypassing. It's when we use our spiritual insights to justify unethical or immoral behavior. What I'm saying here is not an excuse for bad behavior. What I'm saying is a permission slip to be kind, forgiving, and patient with yourself. Remember, emotional triggers are invitations to heal. We all carry trauma within us. Trauma is unprocessed pain. There are many reasons that we're not able to process our pain. Often, we lack the energy or the knowledge to do so, and that's okay. However, instead of feeling victimized by our circumstances and the people that trigger our trauma to the surface of our experience, we can see being triggered as an invitation. Emotional triggers are an invitation to process our pain and heal. When we're triggered, Maybe at that moment, we're not yet ready to heal what has arisen, and that's okay. We don't have to accept the invitation at that moment. We can leave that pain unprocessed for the time being. But at the very least, we should make an effort not to see a trigger as an assault. It's not. A trigger comes along and says, Hey, I noticed you have some unprocessed pain within you. I'm pointing it out to remind you that it's there, and perhaps you're ready to address it now. It's your choice. This is just an invitation. Those who trigger us are not assaulting us. 
ultimately, they're helping us. This is a higher consciousness perspective which you must consider. Whenever I'm triggered, I do my best to see that my reaction in the moment isn't caused by what's happening now. It's caused by what happened in the past. And so I forgive the trigger or person doing the triggering and I thank it for the invitation and prompt to heal some of my unprocessed pain. This keeps me out of victimhood and in a state of empowerment. As well, keep in mind that spiritual awakening and healing doesn't usually occur in a single flashing moment. It's usually a falling out. So gradually, with time, our lives will change more and more to align itself with the truth that we've awakened to and the healing that we've done. And so essentially, our awakening and healed state has to mature. It's not a clean cut. And so instead, it's a process of becoming more and more relaxed into the truth, into the healed state of wholeness on an inner level, which is then reflected on an outer level. And it's all those triggers that come into our lives, be it a person or a situation, that helps us to go through this awakening and healing process. It's not just a quick, single flash. It's an ongoing movement, an ongoing healing transformational journey. So just like how our sleep during the night has various cycles, intensities, and phases, so too does the process of spiritual awakening and healing. Awakening is a natural unfolding. It is akin to awakening naturally in the morning. For most, it doesn't happen abruptly all at once. It's a gradual process. And for some, awakening and healing can creep up on them. They can find themselves living in a completely new way from an entirely new state of being and perspective without being able to pinpoint a specific moment when a shift took place. This process takes time lifetimes, and we have eternity, literally. There's no rush. Many of us can experience sudden spiritual insights and realizations on the path from time to time. And yet, despite these sudden realizations, we can continue to have old patterns of behavior and conditioning still in operation. So at times, the natural tendency is to suppress these old patterns as best as we can so that they don't mar whatever image we may have put together of what we think spiritual realization and awakening is supposed to look like. But constantly having to correct, hide, or deny these old behaviors that are seemingly incongruent with our spiritual realizations can become very painful though. And it's common for many people on the spiritual path to feel that because they've had a certain awakening, it's not right for them to feel, think, or behave in a way that's apparently out of alignment with their spiritual realization. This phase can bring about a lot of guilt, confusion, and frustration. However, upon a genuine spiritual realization, insight, or awakening, whatever old patterns of thinking, feeling, or behaving that are still stored within the body-mind will surface to be expressed before being dissolved in the light of awareness. So by constantly denying one's feelings and thoughts, the aspirant actually denies their own healing and transformational process. Once we begin to understand the healing process and what it means to embody our realization, we begin to allow any thought or feeling to arise so that it can be healed and released by our unconditional awareness of it. As we remain unconditionally aware of whatever may arise within our experience, we give it all permission to be released once and for all. 
When we begin to become aware of this process, the shift happens. And from then on, everything should be welcomed, knowing that whatever negativity may arise, it is only arising to be healed and released. It's one thing to know that everything is consciousness. It's another thing to feel it within every cell of the body, to vibrate with the bliss of consciousness, to look into another's eyes and to feel them as another aspect of oneself. But to embody this truth takes time, it takes healing, and it takes courage. Courage is a quality of the heart. Just knowing who we are is no longer enough. Embodying it, feeling it, radiating it, and living in alignment with it is what matters most now. And this is what many are coming to understand at this time as we shift out of an intellectual paradigm and into one that involves feeling everything unconditionally within the body. This is the healing journey of the divine recognizing the divine in all. This is the journey of love. There's no healing without facing our wounds directly. The shadow doesn't dissolve unless we cast light upon it. There's no way around this. To release the conditioning that no longer serves us, we must face it all directly. This transformation doesn't happen in the background or periphery. It happens in our very heart center, and it's felt directly. The process of feeling everything directly is what separates the ones that are merely knowledgeable from the ones that are fully integrated. It's easy to know what love is. It's difficult to actually love. But in this new paradigm, it's necessary. The same goes for the collective. The fear that we have all been harboring will have to surface eventually in order for us to all see it and to address it directly. The global events that have been taking place within the recent months serve in this way. Our shadow is coming forth into the light. Can we love it? Can we see even the darkest parts of our world as none other than God in disguise? Can the divinity within our own awareness recognize the divinity in the outside world even in those very dark, grim, gloomy parts? Love is divinity recognizing divinity. And only in doing so will we give these things a chance to be healed and released. Thanks so much for listening today. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your attention. I hope that you got some value out of my meandering message. I know that it was a little bit all over the place today, but it's really a core essential idea in my teaching, the idea of unconditional love, the divine recognizing the divine in all. All there is is God. All there is is source. All there is is light. It's our practice on this journey to find the light in the things that are both easy, like people we love, joyful emotions, beautiful experiences, but also to find the light, to find the divine, to find God, to find source in those things that are uncomfortable, painful, negative, dark. The light is there too. In some twisted way, it's there too. And if we can have the courage to see it, that's love in action, and that's how we transform the world. So if you'd like to support me in my work, you can always share my podcast, my website with a friend. You can visit brentspirit.com if you'd like to find more free content, audiobooks, ebooks, videos. You can also send me any questions or feedback. 
I'm available to respond to any inquiries about your spiritual process. And of course, if you'd like to meet with me one-on-one, you can find out more at brentspirit.com. Much love. Peace.